And we are back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 207. And if you are watching this from Mr. John's Long Boxes YouTube channel, it'll just be titled A Conversation with Master Swag King or MSK, username that I go by. But what's up, man? Nice to meet you. Hey, uh, nice to meet you. How are you doing? Yeah, I am getting old. My back's starting to hurt. My my arm, my muscles are tensing. Twenty eight. I was gonna say you look like you're seventeen. You know, geez. <laughs> the older I get, the younger everybody else. You, you so you you get you get the pains. What what do you do for a living? It hurt. No, like it, it just started. Like uh, man, last year it got really bad. So I'll wake up. I I have to stretch. Otherwise, it just it's painful just throughout the day. Get up, do a bunch of push ups and stretch actually it's like uh good lord getting old sucks <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why everybody's got to buy my comics so i don't have to do construction anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah <'cause, laughs> forgive me right. everybody i'm a little i'm a little sick today so i'll be coughing yeah. and don't worry guys he already gave me a time limit for us to do this and don't worry i have things i have to do myself so it gives oh. me enough time to basically you know just like sex with my wife in in and out then i throw out the window that's just how it works you know <laughs> so let's start with your origin story how did you get into comic books, actually? Uh, it's funny. Uh, I'm glad you asked. I like telling this story. I was uh, I transferred into a new school in third grade, and I couldn't read. You know, I was always I was a smart kid. I did math. I kind of enjoyed math, but I couldn't read. You know, I I didn't see the the point in it. And uh, you know, you get teased. You know, you you know when you when you when you're dumb, but uh. So uh, I made friends. I made friends with these two kids, Carl and Sean, and they read comics and they talked comics. They were excited, and of course, I knew who Spider Man was and the Hulk was and everything. And everybody was talking about it. So I I, st I started to uh, look at their comics, and of course, back then, what, what I'm talking like 1974, everybody had comics. I had older brothers, so there was always comics in my house, but I never collected them and I couldn't read them. And then you know, sleeping over, we would trade comics and. And I started to get embarrassed that, that I, I couldn't read. And then as I started to, to read them, I, I started to realize, you know, reading is, is is kind of fun. You know, just think about it. How often in, in this was third grade. How often in third grade do you go home and just do math problems? You know what I mean? Reading is just an yeah. activity that you do at school. So so mm -hmm. I, I didn't read at home. And, you know, it's funny. I didn't do any homework. I got in a lot of trouble. I you know, never, never liked doing homework. But I started to read and uh, – I was in the worst reading group in third grade. And I, I know it's the worst reading group because I sat next to this kid, Jordan. And Jordan didn't know how to pull his pants up after coming out of the bathroom. So this kid would come out of the bathroom with his underwear and floppiness hanging out. You know what I mean? And then sit next to me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm dumb. This is my partner. You know what I mean? But by the end of the year, reading comic books, I went and I remember I sat next to Marianne. And Marianne was the... She was like Hermione Granger. She's always rubbing it in your face how smart she was. So I realized, you know, you know, the teacher never tells you you're dumb or stupid. You know what I mean? A good exactly. teacher. Yeah. But but when you when your partner's Jordan who can't pull his pants up, you mm -hmm. you know you're in that group. And then when your partner's Marianne at the end of the year, you know, so so from third grade, I went from the bottom group to to the top group, and it's all comics. And I, I've been hooked ever since. How old were you at the time? This was third grade. So what is that? Seven, seven or eight? Right. You know, it's Star How Wars. How old are you? You look like, like you're like 60. Oh, gee, thanks a lot. I'm, I'm 54. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. So you're born in, fuck, what, like 1960 something? 1968. I was born in 1968. Yeah. 
Okay. Damn, you've been around for like literally everything. Yeah. So you were around for image, the basically yep. the high point of comic books. You were there for the crash. You were there for the era that I grew up. I would have grown up with with like the the hush era, the secret, uh, the, yep. the secret invasion era, the yep. Infinity Gauntlet era, and then now you. I remember you said to Eric on one of your podcasts that I watched last night. You stopped around 2015 because you yes. were ordering like. Four hundred dollars worth of comic oh, so you, books. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you watch. You did your homework. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was ordering the last comic. What was one of a character you were purchasing at that time in that four hundred dollars type oh, of thing? I was getting everything by Marvel and everything, everything. by DC. And, and oh, you were the guy that just got everything. What the? Yeah, fuck? you know oh, they, they, they call guys like me uh, whales. You know, not, <laughs> not, not because we're fat, but because we bought every. You know, we went to the comic store. We 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 just bought everything. Walked out, mm -hmm. no problems, and that was the. Uh, that was the uh, the best comic book customer, you know. I, I had a pull list, but at this point, I had moved into Queens, and I didn't like going to the comic book stores because there's no parking in Queens. So I was I was getting them from discounted comic book service, and I was just getting a big box once a month, and you know they were piling up and piling up, and every day I would just read comics, and I was just like, I, I don't like these, and I got this big four hundred dollar box of of comics, and uh, the UPS guy handed it to my wife and she couldn't carry it and she dropped it and the seam split and comics were falling out. She started crying <laughs> and then she had to, she just happened to see my nephew who lived in the next building. He was helping her carry this box up three flights of stairs because we had no elevator in the building and she's mm -hmm. crying and her face is red and she's like, here's your comic books. And I'm like, my wife is crying because the comic books and I don't even like these, you know? So that was it. I, 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 I still get comics. I still buy new comics, but I, I yeah. reduce my comics. Yeah. So what I'll do is for, okay. For anyone who's new to comics, there's this website I use called league of comics geeks. It's one of the best websites you can have oh, now. Yeah. So basically you, it shows you everything that's coming out for this, this specific week at that specific date. And then for anyone who's new, so say like you're interested in the newest Sonic run from IDW, you can click on the newest Sonic book coming out, then it'll tell you what series it's in, and it'll tell you what exact date it started in, which issue number, so that way if you wanted to actually buy and binge all the books in that specific series, you can. This is one of the best websites, because even if you don't want to have a pull list, on this website, there's this wish list button, so you can put things in your wish list that you're kind of iffy about. It's not so a store, it's just a database? It's just, a, it's just a website where it gives you all the books coming write, write out. It, write week. it in the comments so I can check it I'll, out later, please. I'll drop you a link. This is probably one of the best websites any comic Okay, I never heard of that. Absolutely you know? amazing. So I'll, I'll put things on my wish list right here that'll come out. It, and, and it always does things by new comics. So you, keep, so you know what's new coming out that week and a lot of upcoming stuff too. It's, it's a, it's, man, it blew my mind when I found this. I just typed it into Google and it's, oh shit, this is amazing. Actually, cool. this is how, and this is how I used to like, you know, go like, okay, this is the book I'm going to be buying this week that has my most interest or just, you know, just like so keep track of which series I'm on. Just case I might fall behind a week. Uh, General Piggy, what's up, man? How are you doing, buddy? Nice to meet you. Uh, just Kevin oh, Ryan. Nice, nice to meet you, Kevin. So I want to ask you this. So I'm, so I'll tell you this. My comic story is really <laughs> weird compared to other people. So when I was younger, the only way I got comic books was my mom had a newspaper subscription. So I, I know you're old and to remember those, right? Newspaper subscription. Yeah. So we, we would get Spider-Man comics in that. So we had 
first titles of first appearance of Lizard, first appearance of Electro, first appearance of Doc Ock. And I would look forward to, to reading these every week they came in. Every Friday we would get these. And at a certain at a single point, the, the newspaper subscription was gone, so we stopped getting them. We had a house fire, so I ended up losing those first oh my God. appearances. Oh. That those would be worth a lot of money now, actually. I would know. You're talking these were the original Steve Ditko comics, like 10 Yeah, cents, I remember. It, it was when Lizard had – he was on that tree, and he's <sighs> looking back at Spider-Man. Yeah, I remember I had first issue because it literally said first appearance of Electro, Lizard, all these characters. I was like, fuck. Looking back now, it's bad. So that oh. was in seventh grade. In sixth grade, you would know this book. Remember that little Marvel encyclopedia based around Spider-Man's villains? It was an entire encyclopedia based around Spider-Man's villains. A little Marvel encyclopedia book. Everyone probably has it if you're a comic fan. So I got that when I was – that was my first ever book for a comic thing. So because I love Spider-Man as a kid. I love the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, these, that was my first ever super movie I ever watched was Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, Spider-Man ever. So I was just in love. But I was in love with Spider-Man before that because obviously Spider-Man the Animated Series, obviously. That was my – first animated no that mean that was first but spider-man just for that for marvel how i got the books so i had that little marvel encyclopedia then there was this big giant encyclopedia at the library they had one else oh my god this is amazing i, I learned about <laughs> miguel o'hara venom a bunch oh, yeah. of other things so growing up with spider-man i had the marvel encyclopedia book with spider-man's villains the bigger encyclopedia based around like spider woman uh his daughter all that stuff and then because we, we were poor. We never really had internet. So this is back in the day. You would know this. Remember how you back in the day, if you had you wanted to buy minutes on your phone <laughs> to get internet with this yeah. flip phone. So I would just type up whatever character, literally read their entire history, all the stories based on the characters. So when, when, so when someone says like, hey, were you one of those like wiki readers? I had to. I didn't have any, any money. So when I went, went to school, I would go in the library, type up Batman, what story they're going to be on. Back when, when I was in high school, I remember like, 11th 12th grade that was when new 52 first started it's like 2013 2012 ish yeah. period yeah so i remember like rebirth happening and i bought batman issue number one for rebirth that's by uh that's by tom king i remember so batman rebirth issue number one is the first actual physical book i owned as an adult then i went to like frankensons at that point i try to figure out okay the mcu's going on right so like what's the comic books like Guys, there was you. You would think that the MCU's dominance would make them switch their entire strategy to match. No, 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 no. There was like Civil War Two. I was like, wait a minute. I love Civil War for Mark Miller. What the fuck's a Civil War Two? And Iron Man sitting here fighting fucking Captain Marvel. I'm like, oh, oh god. So hmm. my comic history is is really weird, really weird. But now I, I buy books all the time. Literally, if it's not my bills, um, or like you know, if it's not my bills. Or just that, or food, then I just buy books, actually. Yeah, these were like 12-cent comic books. They, they might have been reissues. I, I don't know. I was very young, well, but I, I enjoyed re-issues. them. But I, I enjoyed them. I love them so much. those are thousands much. of dollars. There's no way you just got a subscription and got first print original 1963 comics in the mail. God. Good Lord. And if I did, holy crap, that would have been amazing. If you did, I want to find out where you got them and subscribe, too. <laughs> I remember just like... Because I know how people feel when storytelling goes to shit. You're like reading something weekly and it just goes to shit. And you're just so mad because you're spending your harder money. Like, dude, now, like you said before, I still buy some titles here and there. But do you know what, you know what I find weird about the comic book 
industry, this is like the fans, right? So you'll buy, you'll buy, let's say you're going to buy, I don't know, Thanos number one that, that, that just came out, right? You'll buy it with your hard-earned money. You'll review it. You'll be like, I don't think this book is good. Then people have the nerve to call you like racist, biggie, right. all that stuff for some stuff that they wouldn't even, so they're not going to buy this stuff themselves at all. Right. But you're the one that actually goes out and buys it. They're, they're, they're going to pirate it off U-Torn or something. Right. Yeah. Let's find that weird how people that say they like this stuff don't even spend their hard-earned money on it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 if if all the people online on Twitter who actually bought it who said that they liked it, it these these comics wouldn't be getting canceled all the time, you know. Right. How, how many times did Captain Marvel get canceled and rebooted? Nobody nobody's buying it. Marvel, mm. Marvel sales. I, I, I think they're turning a corner though, because you know, they they, they got like Fabian Nietzietta writing a uh, Night Thrasher, they got JMD Matisse mm -hmm. writing Magneto. So DG Ch Ch Chichester is coming back, you know. So they're, uh, I, I think Marvel is realizing that, that we can't keep going like this. We can't keep going like this, you know. But you know yeah. what the problem is? I broke up. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many ex girlfriends you got at 28, but you know, when I break up, I, I'm not going to go knocking on her door again and be like, you know, I'm done with Marvel. I'm done with DC because they don't. Dude, I'm a, co it, I'm a yeah. collector. I'm a completionist. So I'm not going to mm -hmm. go and, and, you know, so it's 2003. It's 23. So eight, I'm not going to go and get eight years of comics to, to bridge that gap. Comics that, I'm, that aren't good. So I'm done. I'm moving on. I've been getting a lot of crowdfunded comics. Uh, man, all this stuff coming out is crazy. Like even just from that, from that website I just sent you, look at all that stuff they're releasing. Now, this is just from even someone wanted to buy, buy this stuff. And you said you, you'll be spending like 400 $500, right? They're releasing all this stuff still in 2023. There's a model they're still working with. How many people are actually consuming all of those issues? That I always wonder, like, why don't they send someone out there to the shops and ask the people who are spending actual money, what are you actually interested in? Because they just keep releasing well, all this shit where do and you no live? one's buying it or reading it. I live in California, actually. Okay. Are there comic stores near you? A lot In this specific town? No. I would have to go to, like, Barnes and Nobles, or which is like thirty minutes down the with thirty down down the hill, or I or there's comic shops out here. I would have to drive like thirty minutes down the yes. street. Yes, so go to the comic shops and ask them. And uh, what everybody's saying is, you know, I, I don't know, uh, the new Spider Man. They put like twelve different variant covers, so you got to order twenty copies to get this variant cover. Then you got to order a hundred yes. copies to get this, and then. The rich collectors will will, will drop a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks to get the variant cover, and then the store's got to eat all of those cop, you know, the unsold regular the A covers, you know. Right. So, so that's what's that's what's keeping the industry afloat right now is, you know, people with a lot of extra money to buy these Chase variant rare copies. You know, me personally, I I only buy the A cover in any comic. When I was a kid, there was one cover, that was it. That you know, I'm setting my ways. I want I want I want a floppy comic. Right, right. One mm -hmm. cover, you know. I, I don't, I don't like variants, but you know, apparently, I'm, I'm, I'm not the typical collector anymore. Because <laughs> uh, I didn't know this back in the day. And what's really weird is people in the industry would just sort of lie to you for like no reason, just to lie, just so they could just perpetuate just a standard that's not there. So I had to learn this many years ago that if a store orders, people don't know this. So people will see like stores. People will see like ICTV, ICV2 numbers and look at like 20,000 units, for example, people, right? So a lot of people are thinking, oh, that's 20,000 individual people that went and bought those books. That's not true. The store ordered 20,000 right. units. So that means there's a big possibility, and we know this. 
that's that, a geometry. They just in the store shelves. They're just, just rotten on shelves. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. that's why when you go to a, your store right now, you'll see Astonishing Iceman stacks. They'll never not be sold out because no one wants that garbage. Right, Let's right. be honest here. The, yeah. the, new, the new Green Lantern. And, you know, it, right. it, mm-hmm. it's just sitting on the shelf. Nobody's buying it. But the crazy man, no one told me that. Nobody told me that. So yeah. I was on this assumption that, oh, this is 20,000 sales. This is good. But well, no, that's, that's, that's it. And that's what a lot of the Marvel and DC guys started getting nasty with. And they're like, no, no, you're not my, like, you know, I'm, 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 I, I don't do this. But, uh, you know, let's just say I get on Twitter and I'm arguing with Tom King. And I'm like, nobody's buying <laughs> this. They're like, well, you're not the customer. The stores are the customer. I'm like, I, I am the customer in a roundabout way. You know, it's, it's like saying I'm not the. I'm not the pizza guy's customer because, you know, I'm not the customer of the cheese, even though I go to the pizzeria. They they got to order cheese to, to make pizza for me. So I'm, 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 the, I'm the secondary customer. But, yeah. But what happens, and it, and it almost killed the comic book stores in the 90s, was they were uh, – stores were ordered like 200, 300 copies, and everybody was buying them, this, this speculator boom, and putting them in bags and selling them, and they thought they were going to make millions of dollars. <laughs> and then all of a sudden – they realized they couldn't sell them. And like over a two week period, nobody was buying, but the stores were still ordering like 300 copies. And next thing you know, stores almost went out of business because. Hello, Ronan. To- How are you doing, man? Just Kevin says the entire Western comics industry is worth about $400 million per year and hasn't experienced growth in 10 years. Now, I don't know if you heard that number because this is, uh, I have to check these numbers as of 2023. Is that like net worth or like actual? That's what they're legitimately worth. That's weird because people always confuse like net worth, what is actually the actual I, net I income know. coming in. So I know I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh, well, Kevin, I, it's just well, no, Kevin's probably I know Kevin. He's probably not wrong if he's saying that he, he he's he's pretty accurate. But uh, the point is, even even if it's net worth or whatever, the the, mm. the point we should make it is it hasn't grown in ten years. Yeah, that's you pretty know? bad. That's yeah, really so, bad. An industry hasn't grown in ten years when there's billion dollar movies in the past ten years from. You know, we'll go back to 2013. There's been billion dollars. Black Panther, Iron Man. I'm trying to think. You know, uh, Winter Dark Soldier. Knight was the first one. Dark Knight. Yeah, uh, yeah these were billion dollar yeah. movies. You know, I'm, I was working in Manhattan, and I'm seeing billboards with with Spider Man or Thor or the Guardians of the mm-hmm. Galaxy, and, and and the industry's not growing. You know. Do you know what I what I think was the biggest mistake in the comic book industry? Now that I look back into it. Them not obviously the MCU for sure, Marvel. Marvel not changing their comic book strategy to fit their movie universe that was successful, right? Because what's the biggest thing in comics everyone's been saying for so long? There's no synergy between the stuff you're seeing on freaking TV and movies versus what you're reading. Then the best chance of doing it right then and there, they didn't. Because imagine if you're watching MCU movies at the time, I promise you, you wouldn't look at the book at that time. Just around 2015 with Civil War, you're like, what the fuck is this? This is dog shit. Female yeah. Thor, Captain Marvel's the Captain America villain of Civil War 2. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yep. I, I, my buddy on the comic book story said it, it happened without fail once a week. Some dad would come in with his son or his daughter. Mm-hmm. Or, and they'd be like, oh, I want to get Captain America. And he'd be like, this isn't Captain America. You know, this is the Falcon is Captain. And he yeah, Iron Man was dead at the time, I think I remember. Yeah, after I, that I, event. Or it's a teenage girl. You know what I mean? Or then he would pick up Thor and be like this this gotcha. is not only okay. is it a girl it's a it's a girl with cancer i don't want to read you know what i mean and right so they so they said they would pick up like a pack of pokemon cards to justify the trip and then never see them again hey marcus, Hi, marcus. how you doing yeah. man did you know, but 
Uh, and DC, you know, and, you know, Warner Brothers is even worse with this sometimes, give or yeah, take the, which the year, which context. Terrible. At least the Marvel yeah. movies were good for a long period of time. Yeah, at least even, dude, even now it's weird. People are like, I mean, I hope the MCU can get back to normal. With DC, everyone's just like, nah, that that that's already just shit. Just start over. That's so bad. Yeah. That's well, so bad, man. I, I, I haven't seen a DC. Well, I take it back. I saw Wonder Woman, but Man of Steel was the last DC movie I saw because they fundamentally got Superman wrong. The last one I make- watched was the flash and i damn near almost had a stroke Nah, i mean if 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 you're making if you're making a dc universe mm-hmm. and you get superman wrong why why should i <laughs> you know superman you're not supposed if you're making a movie and people are scared of superman that's not superman superman when superman mm-hmm. lands even if it's his first appearance superman flies out of the sky like the christopher reeve superman People are like, oh my god, that, that guy's like, that's a bad outfit. You know, everybody, you know, they they wanted to know more about him. In, mm-hmm. in this Man of Steel, they were scared of him. The military wanted him. That's not Superman. That's the boys. Or, or, or his parents are telling him, oh yeah, wait, what's this going to happen? Person. Should I let them die? He's like, well, yeah. maybe. Oh my god, yeah, fucking hell. Right there, I I forget. People forget the reason why Jor-El sent him to the Kents was because he knew from advanced research on them that they would be the best adopted parents for him. God, dude, that's so. Oh, remember, eh, what? I forgot the mother adopted my mother when she's in BVS. She's like, he's like, she's like, you don't owe them anything. Oh my God, stop the parents are trash. Ma- Martha, uh, oh, sorry, uh, Pod, John Kent. You know? BVS. Oh. oh, dude, that's a part in BVS where he's doubting himself again. You know, and she's like, you don't owe them anything. Oh my God, well, that's that's. You know, if if I don't, if you don't mind me pitching myself, I'll, I'll make it a comic book where the the main character is like, a, you know, a, a Superman archetype, and he's a good guy, and he's happy, he's well adjusted, he loves his <laughs> wife, he loves his children, and and he's happy. You know, it's it's a it's a blue sky superhero comic. Wait you know? a minute, a happy guy in twenty twenty three with a I family. Know, happily married too. Can you believe that? Happily, <sighs> happily married Get with you. seven kids. <laughs> oh, I, I man, whenever you start it up, uh, let me know so I can. Uh, yeah. Put some of my money down so I can get your book made. Okay, can can you share my screen for a second? Yeah. Not here. You you go down to settings and then hit share screen. Yeah, yo, you would have to present it uh in here to me so oh. I, I could share it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, keep talking. I'll figure out what I'm doing. Oh, sorry, good. Uh, so looking at like Marvel and DC Comics, well, you've been out for a hot minute. You said there you, you bought, kind of about buy stuff here and there. Do you? So have you noticed any like big problems when it comes to like crowdfunding books that you think people could improve oh, on? I, I brought this. I had Eric July on my channel. That's how you you found out about me. And uh, it was funny because Eric is a consummate salesman, consummate professional. And he came on my channel and he just started selling, which is what he should be doing. You know, God bless him. <laughs> so I just said, I'm going to make this guy laugh. You know, I'm going to make this guy laugh. He was totally serious. So, you know, by the if you watch that video, by the end of it, I got him laughing. But I asked him, I said, don't you think like $35 a comic is not a sustainable? And that was the only mm-hmm. time I, I could see I think I annoyed him. But I don't know, $35 a comic, you know. So this is my character. He's called the Patriarch, you know. That's cool. A, yeah, yeah. Renzo Rodriguez is doing the art. Oscar uh, Corona is doing the the uh, coloring, and uh, this is page two. This is the reveal of you know starts with a classic bank robbery. Look at that! I I look at that. I get so happy. So I'm I'm hoping to launch this on Fund My Comic, January February. You know, 
look, I, I just, I'm just so happy to see that, you know, that he's, Damn. he's a, he's How a good guy. Do you think the, your book's going to come out too? Uh, the, the story is 22 pages. Now, depending mm -hmm. upon the printer, I might have to add more. And, and if I get stretch goals, I'm going to put a, a, a... The name of the comic is Heroic Tales. And gotcha. Heroic Tales, number one, featuring the patriarch. And if uh, if if I hit a stretch goal, I'm going to add an eight-page story on Heroic Tales about mm -hmm. the villains. You know, So I, I can make it 30 pages. And then I want to have some... you know letters and stuff like that. I want to try to make it as, as much like a golden age, not golden age, bronze age Marvel comic as possible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Forgive my cough, everybody. I apologize. No worries, man. Uh, thank you, Marcus, oh, yeah. for sharing my... Yeah, uh, thank you, Marcus, for sharing the link tree. If anyone wants to go subscribe to the YouTube channel, it's literally just my name right there, and that that's how you'll get that. Kevin said, I should point out, comics are a $2 billion industry. Most are manga or graphic novels. 400 million are floppies. Yeah, like I said Kevin knows his stuff. Kevin knows. Okay. His stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, people people always ask that technical stuff like this. Well, actually, nerds just just want to make sure we have all the facts. I love yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I will be lot. backing. Don't forget to do the email sign up. Right, Rodan. <laughs> thank you for doing that. I, I was just talking to Luke Stone yesterday, who who's mm -hmm. the owner of Fund My Comic. I was I, mm -hmm. I was like, is is there a feature? Or you know, I'm I'm going to be launching on Fund My Comic. Why? Because he's one of us, Luke Stone. I don't know if you know him. He he. he I'm on the show. Great guy. Yeah. Okay. So you do know him. he's one of us. He's a comic book geek. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't gatekeep. He just wants comics. You know, mm -hmm. the only thing he asks obviously is it's not, it's not illegal. It's, it's your own material, you know, but it, so, if, you know, I'm sure he'll do a search, find out that I didn't steal the comic from somebody <laughs> else. And then uh, that's cool, but he's one of us. So he has a feature where you could uh, do a sign up list. He, uh, he's probably going to, we'll, we'll probably start working on that this week because uh, he's, he's busy on the weekend with the, with his family and everything. And I, you know, so that's so so yes, he grown and I'll be doing that. Do you know what's really weird is people were bringing up Eric July's thirty five dollar price tag, but this is how you dude. If you were you were growing up, you know we used to call people posers. This, I'm not not Kevin, not talking to you, but this is uh this is saying yeah. just in general other people. They'll say things like that, and then you realize just how much of a of a normie this person is. So if you have like five characters on your pull list, that is going to total to almost like forty bucks with tax, right? Right. Just with five characters there. Then if you times that by all the other stuff you want to get, oh, you're in like the hundreds, two hundreds right there. You know, so yep. people were saying things like, uh, is thirty dollars is a lot for a book? Have you people not had a pull list? Have you people not Harry Potter books sold for like twenty, twenty-five dollars? Yeah, you know, and I, I and I agree. Uh five dollars. I, I've never understood why there were five dollars for twenty dollars or for, for twenty pages. That that doesn't even seem smart for anything, honestly. But it, I guess it only, in theory, made sense because well, you, well, you know this man. They printed a lot of them at five at really really cheap cost. They could sell them at five dollars to make a huge profit on all the ones they were cheaping. Really, they were producing really cheap. They made in China. Afraid the cost. You know, my comic's not going to have a, uh, you know, Schwinn bicycle advertisements in it. You know, like. <laughs> So I, I I'm struggling with the price. I don't know yet, you know, because I I haven't got everything together. I got I got oh. to so I don't know. I want to make it as cheap as possible where I can make a profit. You know, I want I want to be able to fund issue number two. You know, I'm, I'm I don't have any. I gotta pay I gotta pay Renzo. I gotta I gotta pay Oscar. I gotta pay Eric Weathers, my letterer. You know, I gotta pay those. I, I got a guy doing some editing. I gotta pay all right. that. You know, but me, I got a job. You know, I got a day job. So me too. Uh, so, <laughs> If 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 I break even, then it's then it is a success. If I make any money, the first thing I'm doing is 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 giving Renzo and Oscar a bonus. You know they deserve mm -hmm. it. You know. And I wanted to ask you since you're doing your own thing now because you're 
pretty much just fed up with what the big two are doing. Were you ever before I that question too? Were you ever a fan of like stuff from Image and Dark Horse and oh, Valiant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. And when Image first came out, I was not a fan of it. Um, you know, I I I got uh I got all the image stuff because it was like you had to, it was exciting, it was fun, you know. So I got into image from 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 day one. And I have to admit, uh I, I didn't particularly like I I I know it's I'm trying to get Rob Liefeld on my channel, but I, I was not a fan of his his work. I didn't like his art, his his, his writing was was bad, but I, I Divine Right was good, the Jim Lee stuff was really good. I, I liked Eric Larson's Savage Dragon. Um there was there was a couple of a really good good comics, but overall, image was just like it. it I, I just thought it was bad, so I, I I weaned myself away from image, and then somewhere around like two thousand, image became awesome. It was like one of the best comic companies out there. It was you know it was all creator owned, so it was like people putting out their best stuff. You know I I don't know what happened to the original founders; they moved on, but image was really really good. Nowadays, I you know. What am I? I think Saga is the only thing I'm still getting by by, by image, you know. I get the Robin Kirkman stuff, you know. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Robin Kirkman fanboy, so you you're a fan of Invincible and The Walking Dead. I I I, I have I happened to get Invincible from issue one. I just I was like, oh, zombie comics this is interesting, and, <laughs> and then because I knew Walking Dead, I I I got Invincible. You know, I, I he had a whole bunch of them. Tech jacket. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, what's the dinosaur one? I forget the dinosaur. Comic. How how did you feel about the Walking Dead TV show compared to the actual book? Oh, I think I was done by season three. Something you were, yeah, yeah. It, it, it that was my Game of Thrones, and I got to the point where it was it was like the ending of season seven. I was just like, nah, I, I just can't take it anymore. It, it, it's like being in an abusive relationship, and you yeah, just keep yeah. going back. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm so done with this. And I knew the comic books too. I was reading. I was I was broke, so I could watch videos about the book store. I'm like. Story's really good here. It's awesome. I, I, I like the comic. I never stopped reading the comic, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, I, and I love how he just ended it at issue one thirty seven with no announcement. Didn't tell anybody. He even solicited it up to one 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 thirty nine, so mm -hmm. people didn't know that one thirty seven was the last issue. You know, he, he, he Robert does stuff like that, but you know, when you got all that Hollywood money, I guess you could do funny thing. But it ended well. It had a it had a definite ending, very satisfying. Mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil it. But I, I I did a video on it on my channel. If you want to see the last issue of The Walking Dead, yes, I think sir. I did the first issue and the last issue. And I'll ask and I was you. Satisfied. And I wanted to tackle this because I know you're big into collecting and stuff like that. Like, do you ever feel like what is a moment you could pinpoint where it all went wrong for Marvel and DC? Because even before, I'd imagine before your wife was bringing up the box out one day, you were yeah. kind of contemplating getting any getting out of it yeah. anyway. So that was yeah. probably like straw broke the camel's back, right? But what would be a moment where you were that you that you can remember where you were already thinking um, about that? I remember reading the the rebooted uh, Black Panther comic. I, I forget who was writing it. Tanisha Coates. No, I think it was even before that. This was probably like 2012. And okay. John Romita Jr. was writing it, was drawing it. So the art was pretty good. But they were talking about how the, the Wakandans uh, had the cure for cancer. And they're going to keep it away from the rest of the world until the rest of the world meets their standards. And I'm just like, you know, and at the <laughs> I had family members dying of cancer. And I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry that my aunt didn't meet your standard. You know, I just thought that was just like a, you know, like a bad and, and, and I'm like, they're supposed to be the good guys? Like, Black Panther's supposed to be the good guy? Like, he, mm -hmm. 
to walk around and, and cure people like you know like a cop like oh, i'm going to stop that little kid from running into the street but that kid doesn't meet my standard so i'm going to let him get hit by her so i just was like they lost their way and then in that same comic he had a the rhino he was fighting the rhino and they they got the name wrong he wasn't russian you know i'm like do these people know who uh the the, the marvel continuity and here's a funny story i would i was electrician at marvel comics and uh, i was putting wire overhead and they had it mm -hmm. they were having a summit of all the editors and they would i had a ladder set it up right in the middle of this meeting and i'm up in the ceiling splicing wires and they're talking about an, a possible events and they had the information wrong you know they like classic jack kirby comics these at marvel editors were like they they had their uh facts wrong they had their trivia wrong and i'm like how could you be a marvel editor like that you know, I, I I was I was I had Matt Bear on my channel once, and we were joking around. Like, if if you get you you know you Master Swag, you want you want to work for Marvel Comics? I'm the Marvel Comics guy. I'm the CEO of Marvel Comics. Sit down. The first thing I do is show me your comic collection. Show oh me. oh, yeah. I, I, I'm black, so you should hire me for you know social diversity points, right? Yeah. Does that count? All right, you got the you're hired. <laughs> no no no. You know, show me your comic collection, and then. You show me picture comic collection. What's your favorite? Mm -hmm. And then we just talk comics, like me and you. Like you know what I mean? You just mm -hmm. we're just BSing about comics. Oh, remember that time? Oh, you like the who's your who's your favorite Ditko uh, villain? Oh, the, mm -hmm. the lizard. Why did you like the lizard, not Doctor Octopus? Oh, I like the lizard because uh, I like that transformation and I like monsters and blah blah. You know. And then next thing, oh, geez, it's been an hour and we've been talking comics. I guess you're hired. You know, that's that's how it should be at Marvel Comics. You know, because. They, they coach these people how to how to write anyway. What what's her name? Eve Ewing, the one who said I should write Riri Williams because I have the same haircut as her. Oh, she God. they hired her and then they they assigned another person to teach her how to write a comic book. So you know what? She didn't know comics. She just liked the way somebody looked. So you know what, Master Swag, you at least know your stuff. Maybe you're not a writer, but okay. So if I'm gonna assign somebody to teach you how to write a comic book anyway, at least mm -hmm. at least I got a guy who's knows the law, loves mm -hmm. the law, respects the law. And, you know, and I just, that's, I found that to be disrespectful. Like, you know, who are you to change Jack Kirby? Who are you to change Neil Adams? Who are you to change Chris Claremont? Mm -hmm. you know, the X-Men now, they're, they're running around with, with the Hellfire Club. You know, like, I don't know. I just, the Hellfire Club mm -hmm. are, 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 the, uh, are the Jeffrey Epstein's of, of, of the Marvel Universe. And now the X-Men are hanging out on the island with them. You know, I, oh, I, they're, not, they're not heroes, you know. So we have this saying in League of Legends of when does this X team show up? So it's basically like if you think a team is really good and they perform very good throughout the year and they then it comes to like a big match where this team's supposed to play and this team plays really badly and they don't show up. They're, the, the whole like chat will start saying when does <laughs> X team play. I keep always asking, when does Marvel Comics play? You know, when, when are they going to come out? Because whatever this is, <laughs> Marvel Comics. You know? I I think I think I think that the, the turn in the corner now. I think I think they realized you know the Marvel movie bombed the Marvels, so you know yeah. they can't rely on the movies to be a cash cow. So this should this should be you know if this was a spaceship, every warning warning all the lights would be going off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you know, and I it, it it's a shame because I always had a dream of of like someday I'm gonna write for Marvel comics. You know maybe one issue, and now I I'm, I'm not interested. You know.
And you know what's crazy, man? Is uh, a few people in the indie scene, they're like, oh, I ho- hopefully I get I get picked up by Dark Horse or Image or Valiant. It's like, dude, they get about as good as Twitter impressions as me and you. They can barely sell their own stuff. Yeah. You know, what I mean? you know Dark Horse at one point was was a great, you know, everything that came out with by Dark Horse was amazing. You know, I, I still get anything by Mike McDola Hellboy related. Those are good quality comics. <coughs> Excuse me. Um Perfect. What what else did you say? Uh, IDW IDW was like a premier luxury comic book company that that all but gone. They lost right. a lot of the licenses now. I mean, the only thing yeah. that sells well for them is TMNT. They've they've been basically just you know what they've been doing on that website. If you go to their section, all they're doing is just re they're doing Sonic obviously and um just reissue they're reissuing the last Ronin. That's what they're doing. Okay, well that people like that. You know, I, I've never read a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic. You know, I, I I I just think it's funny. Kids play League of Legends. Yeah, tonight is the World Championship final, so I'll be watching that later on. I have no idea what Hurl is. <laughs> Cyberfrog loves you all. I do have uh, some Ethan books. I do actually. Yeah. Uh, comics are supposed to be better than the world outside your door. The writers today are trying to make it be the world outside the door, which sucks. Yeah, that's the big problem. Right. Is they're hiring people that literally. Okay, so I don't know if you're into sports, right? You know what the idea of a backup person is, right? A backup string player. They're hiring literally freaking backups to backups to write on big titles. There's no way some of these people should be writing for Batman, Spider-Man, X-Men, premier characters everybody knows about. There's no way you need to work up to that. No, you you, you need to start with freaking Elektra before you can get Batman. That's how it works now, dude. do, Do you remember Annuals? You know, you, you yes. said like an annual, like you know, it was 64 pages. They would have a 32 page story and then like a couple of eight page fillers back, you know, and that's, that's mm-hmm. when, you know, master swag, you, you'd cut your teeth drawing up, you know, <laughs> some, uh, you, the human torch fights somebody by himself, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the back of a fantastic. But don't you find that weird now? Because yeah, you have all you, this like first, that. Your yeah. first comic book, you just get hired and your first comic is, is X-Men number one rebooted. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> and, you know, well, and what people are probably going to ask like well they have to I, I know people are going to say when they watch this back and i'll have the context of this too the reason why they have to have backup players writing on main titles is because the main title people like tom mcfarland jeff johns mark miller all those guys well there's this famous quote that a comic guy had the big two can't pay me what i'm worth remember that right. thing i forgot the guy i forgot his name but well, ethan, big... ethan van skyver said i can't take the uh, i can't take the pay cut take the pay cut yeah yeah and it's funny because uh, uh so many other people have been saying it now guys who i i just had a, a group chat last night with four or five people and even they said you know the money they're making they they couldn't they couldn't take marvel wages marvel's paying what 60 dollars a page and you couldn't you know, even I'm, do those I'm stories paying more than marvel comics for me and you know and who yeah. am i you know i'm just you, I'm you the, you, the, you the uh in theory the in indie but fuck no one is paying more than the major publisher in the game that's crazy yeah, and, and, dude you know, and, if, and if i get hit a stretch goal one of my stretch goals is is to give my guy more money you know because <laughs> you know because, but, because you know dude, let's I, I, I always tell you people nobody nobody's buying my comic because of my writing they're buying it because that picture is awesome if you're in a fact oh. that's the reason that's the reason why they can't buy people that are like top tier talent i mean because they don't pay them enough. So Jeff Jones and Mark well, Miller, and they can't afford to just, get the, mm-hmm. They can't afford Jeff Jones because yeah. they scrimped and saved. You know, like I, I had a pizzeria mm-hmm. when I was was when I was in my twenties, and, and the main guy, you know, I was a part owner. I was the junior guy. He's I didn't know he started getting le- cheaper mozzarella cheese, mm-hmm. and then people 
tasted it and and they moved on and we we were doing right. less less business we couldn't afford to go back to the good mozzarella cheese and even if we did go back to the good mozzarella cheese we didn't have enough customers so we were spending money and th- you know what i mean so what mm-hmm. i'm not going back to marvel first off they told me they didn't want straight white men they, they said they wanted to get if you don't like my politics over. don't buy my book kelly right, Sudahonic right. said that i, that I would redheaded, love to on my channel i would love that, to give her on my channel that not redheaded me, actually karen that redheaded Karen, ugly-looking bitch, telling people, not if you to don't, buy like, don't like my buy, my buy my book. Fucking hell! I'll say this right now: if you don't like my politics, please buy my book anyway. Because yeah, yeah, buy be- yeah, buy like five copies. Actually, it's, just buy them all out. Buy it's gonna be, it's good. I'll tell you right now: if you like superhero comics, my comic is gonna be your favorite comic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and you know what's crazy? Because I know Kelly Sudahonic. I know she's. They always watch this stuff. They always say they don't. Yes, they do. Uh, yeah. Well, with John's book. Even if you're a straight white male, straight black male, or even a woman, you can buy his book. Even if you don't like his politics, because he doesn't care. He just wants to please you as your, as his customer and get you a good book. He's not selling some identity politic encyclopedia, you know? That's how it, and I, and I try to tell people the reason why some of these people aren't buying books anymore, dude, is because if you have a bunch of, like, backups writing your stories, how are you going to get the audience interested in that? So the reason why... Big sports teams, even from where you're at, like the Knicks or the Yankees. Or, the reason why you want to keep star talent is because star talent attracts people. It just does, right? Right. So if you have no star talent, John from 7-Eleven is writing Spider-Man. Right. Who? Who? What? They can't hire big star talent anymore, but people at your level can. What is going on, dude? What is going on with this industry? I don't know Burn if you know Archie from the fourth age. He's he's hiring Mike Kustovich. You know, I, I don't know if 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 you know who Mike Kustovich is, but he he, I don't, he, no. he was a bit, yeah he 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 drew uh he drew Justice League. He he drew the the, the Justice Machine. This is mm-hmm. a great talent at the top of his game. You know, I I say this all the time. Uh, uh Walt Simonson asked to uh go back to Marvel. That's my comic book room. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. That that's my comic book. Sir, room. how many freaking long boxes do you have? I have about a hundred and fifty long boxes with, with with eighteen unread. I'm I'm trying to burn through my unread long boxes, but that's the, you know. So when I sit down to Marvel, they go, "Why should you work here?" This this picture right here. You know, <laughs> you know, you know when you were growing up, they say a picture's worth a thousand words. Yeah, you know. So, so you know that you know that's why I joke around with 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 uh Matt Bear. Show me your collection. You want to work? Show me your collection. I don't want to see you dressed up as Supergirl. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to see you at a comic convention making like, you know, show me your collection. <laughs> and it's crazy how you have freaking. Mark, Marcus says he works cheaper than that. You, you know, <laughs> Marcus, believe me, if, it, it's all going. If this comic sells well, I got some ideas. Marcus says he likes to draw the old west. I got a cowboy story I want him to draw. I got a million stories, you know. And you know, you know what's crazy, man, is I, I, well, I'm on YouTube, so I, I got to be, you know, Held back on other people's channels because I lost my other one on you. You get me trouble, but what ha- when what I look, you got, you, your, your channel got no. I'm, my main, my main one did. So I've I, that the new that one right there. That's the the rebranded second channel I had as my main oh, one because yeah. you know hate speech, BS with YouTube's on. You know <laughs> that's crazy. Um, yeah, that's, I, I don't curse. I try. You know, I don't show. I wanted to have music intros and stuff, but uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm nervous. But but the, the biggest thing I want people to understand when they're listening back to this episode is, do you? I want everyone to he, like listen and think about this. 
does Marvel and DC really understand their audience? Why do they have all of this stuff coming out? And I know most, I'm not saying everyone doesn't buy this stuff. I'm, I'm not saying that people um, aren't buying some of these issues. Do they even know who their target audience is anymore? Half this stuff coming out, no one cares about. And this is stuff that you wouldn't even buy back then. Who is buying solo Penguin titles monthly? Who? I need to know who you are so Nobody you can have better standards for yourself. And I like the Penguin. But, you know, just saying, like, who is – what's the market Nobody, for that, man? Buying it. I, you know, nope. The problem was they didn't like who was buying the comics. You know, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being born white and being a, a straight guy who likes comic books. I'm sorry. I apologize. Straight white guy. What? But I was spending two to hundred to three hundred comic. You know, I, I don't have any children. I'm an electrician. My wife also works. I I should be the person that you're begging to buy comics. You know, I'm I'm a lunatic that has to complete complete my series. So, but they literally, no joke, no beating around the bush, told me they didn't want me as a customer anymore. So. I may be an ass, but I'm not the kind of ass that goes where I'm not welcome, you know. And you know, so they they told me they told me to uh, stop buying the comics. And now you know what? I buy Cyberfrog. I buy John Malin's comics. You know, I, mm -hmm. I buy Aaron Lopresti's comics. You know, I, I I I I go online and you know Matt Bear's got a comic, Rock and Roll Ninja coming out. I'm buying that. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. Uzi does it. Greatest name for a punk rock band in the world. You know. I, I can't wait. It's exciting. It's fun. I, I was depressed. I was like, I don't collect comics anymore. It, it felt like, like my arm was getting cut off. I, I don't have this limb anymore. You know how since, since third, third grade, I was buying comics. What's up, Matt? Matt Barr. What's up, buddy? How are you doing? What's up? I just, how you doing, I, man? I, I mentioned Matt's name and he showed up. Hi, Travis. How you doing, buddy? Nice to meet you know, all you guys. If you guys, you know, enjoy our conversation, you know, please subscribe to the yeah, channel. We'd love to have all you guys. Yeah. Uh, and this is the thing. You know, trying to do this for a couple of weeks. Things just kept happening. Yeah, man, I'm just so busy. And I was trying to, last when you asked me to do this a few weeks back, dude. I was so tired, my eyes were sore. You ever had like no sleep before? Your eyes were just sore. Oh, me, I'm waking up at four o'clock in the morning, and now we're talking at midnight. You know what I mean? I know, I know you're feeling, man. Like, so I'm, I'm, I'm fine now. I slept late. Saturdays is fine. It's one day a week I get to sleep late. So I, I, I knew. For, so for me, what I hated is there was an episode that I did the Iron Podcast, and the guy was amazing. He was amazing. You're gonna have him on your show very soon. He was amazing. Ooh. I, I did the episode. Oh, the freak. Ryan, I think he's gonna have a freak. If I go through your channel, I know you're oh, gonna Ryan. Have he could be on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I had, His episode I had, was great. Trump, so he he's he's taking the spot. So yeah. So I had Ryan on, and I was so tired, but I I was able to get his episode finished, and I I did a good episode with him. But I felt like man, if I was didn't have if I got enough sleep that day and I wasn't as tired, I I could have did that episode a bit better. It came out still really good. So I, I wanted to do with your episode. I wanted to make sure I I just to do it the best way the best yeah, show animated now yeah I, I i just put up a show a, a video a showcase of a comic and i'm just like sorry guys i'm sick i'm not re-recording this dude i dude i love when i get books so i i'll, I'll order books on like amazon and you know, <laughs> the shop around me so when i get books i feel like i'm, I'm a kid at a candy store like i got a new book i can read now back in the yeah. day you know cnn told me i i can't read here's my black. stack of, here's my two read pile right over here yeah sir how much did you spend on that uh don't even ask my wife sir, are, are you, do you have a crack addiction I wish I did. It would probably be cheaper, <laughs> sir. the The first part of an addiction is admitting you have one. <laughs> well, you, to, to to be honest, some of these comics have been sitting in in my long boxes for 10, 15 years, like this. Mm -hmm. I'm reading this today. This is from uh, what two thousand four? Oh, 
you know, 2004. So I, you know, I, I bought a lot of these in, in, in dollar bins and 50 cent bins. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, oh, I, I've been fortunate in the fact that Marvel has destroyed the comic business so that I've been going to a lot of comic stores as they close down and, buy, and buy comics. You know what I mean? I want to ask you this. So I feel like a vulture swooping in and taking some you're, you're in New York City. Yes. And you say so you used to work in Manhattan. So I know. Okay. So let me paint this. So I know all you guys are going to know this in the chat. So remember when that big Manhattan comic book store closed? Yeah. And then I, they posted on Twitter. Stores. Right, right. And then Martin <laughs> Miller, he came under their tweet. He retweeted saying all the issues with the industry. And you know what's crazy, man, is this is how you know people are just so just want to put their heads in the sand. Mark Miller, obviously legendary writer, old man Logan, you know, kick ass, yeah. Jupiter's legacy, all this stuff. This guy's proven success. He says, hey, things are really There's no bad. bigger name in the industry right now. Right, right. He's proven success. He got a lot of money. This guy is literally saying all the issues wrong with the industry. And for people to sit there and tell him he's wrong, you can't fix anything. If a proven track record of success of, a, of that man can't even change people's minds, well, you're you, screwed. If you, if you go to that thread, you'll mm-hmm. see me arguing with uh, Rich Johnston. I did. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And Rich Johnson is telling me there's nothing wrong with the comic book industry because uh, because of uh, uh, <laughs> Captain Underpants is selling. I said, oh, so, so Jim, so I said, so you're going to tell Jim Hensley's universe he, he did it wrong because he didn't sell Captain Underpants. You know, I, I was like, I, I said, I don't know if you're, if, if you're lying or, or, or if you're evil or, but, you know, I, I keep hearing from other people that, that he's the corrupt journalist, you know, your boy Zach goes off on, but mm-hmm. I never followed him. I don't care. You know, I like what I like. I don't need Rich Johnson to tell me what's right. Going right. On. You know? So, but. But that was the first time I ever actually. I was like, but don't you, you find that weird though, dude? This is a problem I've seen with the industry. There's nothing wrong with the comic book industry because a children's book is selling. Because this is the point I want to bring up to you, and hopefully you can give me some clarity on this. Is even in the comic book industry, because you, you'll see it in the in, indie scene too. The, the, like, people obviously are not absorbed of this. Someone like Mark Miller is literally proven success. Books right. everyone knows about. People know this guy by name alone. You know this guy if you talk to any comic book guy. You don't know him, you know his work. My, you, know, you know his my, work. My, yeah, his movies. You know, every, everybody's seen. You know the uh, the Kingsman. You know, every, everybody's right. yes. wanted. Every you know. Yes. So so even if you don't know who he is, you know his. You work. know his work, right? Yeah. So do you, do you find it weird in the industry that if even if you have someone like him who was a proven success, someone someone like him, Scott Snyder, you know. That they still won't even value what they're saying. That's crazy. That means you are on levels of crack that you need to get off of. Like if someone right. like him is saying things are on fire, uh, what else do you need? Like what else do you need? Do you, do you need the industry to actually burn for that to happen? Well, I if I, I mean with the dog going like this is fine. <laughs> well, look look at this. If you look at what just Kevin Ryan says, a few years, yeah, there you go. A few years ago, Jim Henley's universe. The store that closed posted that anyone who supported Trump should find another store. I remember I saw that. I saw that. So, you know, my pizzeria. Can you imagine that? If if you came in to get a slice of pizza and I asked you who you voted for, you know what I mean? It, yeah. You know, it, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And you know, I, I it the the good guys, the mainstream media guys, they're canceling people. I I tell this story a few times. I don't know if you know, but I I was I'm not going to mention the guy's name because I mm-hmm. you know it's fine. I get terrified, but he was putting on Twitter that he was flirting with the idea of of not so much going to Comicsgate, but but crowdfunding a comic. And I'm talking a top legendary artist. 
and they started they started giving him like oh you know that's that's dangerously close to comics gate you don't want to do that you know and i i i was a jerk i admit it this was six or seven years ago you know (laughs) i I since calmed down but i just said hey uh you know so and so uh i'm i'm a registered republican can i buy your comic book and then he blocked me and then i got a message from his wife please 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 don't interact with my husband anymore like it's not like she was being nasty. It wasn't like she was saying you're a jerk. You know, she was just saying, if if I answer that question, if I say yeah, we don't care about you, they're going to cancel him. They go, you know what I mean? And and, and I felt really bad. And and that's the day that I decided I'm going to stop doing stuff like that because I, I realized sure. I was just as bad as the other side. But uh, holy moly, that this this the she's actually you can't say yeah, I don't care what your politics are. You can buy my comic. And that that's enough to get to get the uh, the promise. Hey, Cam is here. Hey, Cam. Cam. Hey, guys. I just got T Bird and Throttle today in the mail and went to the comic shop just to get the last issue of Mark Miller's Big Game. Comics are fine in my world. I'm glad you're having a great day, man. So glad you got your books in. Okay, so about Mark Miller. I love Mark Miller. And I did. I bought issue number one of uh, Big Game. Now I know that it ties into everything he's done. Yeah, I know. So- I'm, I'm 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 way behind, so I haven't read Big Game yet, and I've been avoiding spoilers. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and I asked. Mark Millar to come on my channel, and he said in January. I don't know if he's blowing smoke, being nice, or, or serious. So I figure I gotta catch up on my Mark Millar before he does. If if he does come on my he channel, he has. So like the trade paperback for Big Game comes out in December. I might just wait and just buy the trade paperback. Honestly, just get it all at once. That's what I might do. You know. But yeah. I wanted to ask. So your your story there. I have a very similar thing. Okay. Sure. So um, not in this world. This is like the League of Legends world. So. I was going to have this lady on. And that's a video game, right? I'm, I'm yes, not a video yes, game. Yeah. It, it's fine. This is going to be a, a story very similar to yours. So I, I was going to have this lady on for my League of Legends podcast, right? We're going to talk about the Europe side of things because my podcast covers all the major regions, which is like America, Europe, China, Korea, okay? Yep. Then she went through my Twitter profile and she was like, hey, I actually liked you, but I found out you're a, a I can't say the word, a T-phobe, you know? Yeah. And I was like, Ma'am, we we're not going to talk politics on that show, and I never do. I, I don't talk politics right. on that show specifically because that's not needed. And you could literally have an hour conversation just by league mechanics in the game alone, so it would never come up. It just would never come up, right? She was like, "Sorry, uh, you know, two genders and all this." I was like, and she's like, "Yeah, if you want to work, if you want to be in this industry, you're going to have to change how you politically view things." And I'm like, "I don't want to be in the industry if that's how you people act." She just we just went our separate. She didn't block me or anything. But what? I told her, and, and but this is the crazy thing. I was nothing but nice to her. I, I wasn't mean to her. Nothing. She, I told I told her I was nothing but nice to you. Like what? Is, what's wrong with you? She was like, but I have a lot of the goalpost shit. Oh, I'm I'm dealing with a lot right now. I was like, all right, all right. We're 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 done here. Like that's not someone I want in my life. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I think I, I, I was communicating cool there. with with Gail Simone. You know, and she actually watched a few of my videos. You know, and I, you know, and 10, 15 years ago, I actually liked a lot of her writing, but uh. You know, and then I don't know what happened. She, she just decided that she didn't like me. You know, I'm like, dude, we we we've been like, not not talking, but sharing tweets back and forth. You know, a little repartee, but whatever. You know, it's funny because I I could talk. I've had people on my channel that I know for a fact they have different politics than me, but we talk comics. You know, we had a great great talk with comics. You know, I got Fabian Nicieza coming on Monday. I I, I know, I know we disagree. And, and unless he brings up politics, I'm 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 going to talk about the new warriors. <laughs> you know. Yep. Sorry about that. 
Oh, so, okay, I, I had a DM coming. Uh, oh, thank you, John. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that store you're talking about. So that happened, and in Manhattan. So everyone who who's not in America won't know this. The city of Manhattan is one of the most expensive cities to live in the world. And you factor in this comic shop was able to survive all these many years off comics or in probably other oh, that, merchandise too. Jim Rich Johnson says, "Oh yeah, the rent went up." So I asked him, "Did, did the stores next door go out of business, or just the just the comic book store?" So you stop being so disingenuous. Did the Chinese place next door go out of business? Yeah, because their rent went up too. So you know, you for a journalist, you don't want to do do any journalism. You're such an asshole. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. yeah. That's what we call checkmate right there. Yeah. Yeah, because that was my same reaction too. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. This door's been around for this many years, and they just now went out of business. Okay, people, that that's because City yeah, has always been expensive. It's always been expensive, you know. You said you used to work in that area, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I construction, you know. So sometimes you're near there, sometimes you you know. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about construction is the jobs get built and then you move around. So I've I've been all over Manhattan, you know. I've been to Jim Hansley's. I've been to mm -hmm. uh, been Planet. I've been to a uh, uh, which we'll call it a uh, Midtown Comics. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, I'm trying you know, to get weird. the owner of Midtown Comics to come and actually talk sales and stuff. I uh. I'm pretty sure you saw this recently. So remember how Gail Simone was talking about that? Uh, the, the it was the Cochrane image. I'm pretty sure mispronouncing the name. The Captain Marvel sexy black bikini leather yeah. boots yeah, the, the, the mask Dave outfit. Dave Cochran, Cochran, yes, one of the, yes. He he, so, he designed all the Legion of Superheroes. He he mm -hmm. designed most of the X Men. The, the, he is one of the best costume designer, superhero costume designers. Period. You know, John says he's a, he's a New Yorker. It's probably a Yankees fan too. Good lord. <laughs> so what's crazy is at, uh, Gail Simone was praising that cop that uh that image yeah, because and then she, and then she got that's everyone's favorite. From, 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 from you know, but, dude, the part of the tweet that really people just didn't see. The part that Kelly says first is that I don't know if you're trolling or not. So I'm pause. Hold on. Whoa. Yeah. Pause. That means Kelly had to believe in her mind she was trolling. To have that opinion, no, she couldn't no, just have that opinion just no, because no, it was her she, opinion. She, she, she knew a hundred percent that Gail believed that, but she was giving Gail a, a, an opportunity an out, to yeah. walk, walk back. It's two things, yes, yeah. So she was giving her one oh, out, yeah. or potentially she had to gaslight herself so hard goes, in believing she had a, a different. Well, opinion. what do I know? I like infectious glass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, that's how you know how nepotistic the industry is. Like. Yeah. Someone and will basically back you to a corner for your own opinion. Yeah. The, the, the Carol Danvers with the with the S on it, that is a great, great costume. You know, absolutely and love you, that costume. And, you, and if you have a problem that it's too too sexy, you, 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 there's ways to draw it that it's not like, you know, so right. you know, but but it is a great costume. And it, you know, go to the beach. I've seen girls wearing less than that on a beach, you know what okay, I mean? Yeah, come to California, you'll see pretty much nothing on them bitches. <laughs> Yeah, and then you know it's crazy, man. After that, it's even the more egregious tweet. So she had to gaslight herself and think that Gail could have any opinion <laughs> that's not what her opinion is. After that, she says that wouldn't work for a modern version of Carol. Yeah, how how well is that modern uh, version of Carol? How well is the modern version working for modern? <laughs> she just owned her. I never seen someone own themselves in her own tweet like that. Holy shit! I, you see what Cam says over here? The yeah, yes, sir. You, you get the you get them. The funniest thing about Simone is before wokeism, she was actually solid. Yeah, I I loved her Birds of Prey. It 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 was sexy. You know the, the 
you know, the, 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 they had Power Girl in it. They had uh, the Huntress and Black Canary, and they were sexy and they, they were sassy. And then, uh, and then she did the Secret Six, which was, you know, everything I wanted to come. Great art, good yeah. characters, and and they were, you know, the women were sexy, the men were cool, you know. And then she, uh, mm-hmm. this wanna... lady can fly around space, probably at light speeds, and she's right. worrying about her her wearing fucking high boots, right? High black leather boots. That's what you're worried about, okay. We gotta get our priorities straight. It's comic books sometimes, you know, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are like, why does so, Batman? Don't so get Joker wrong. I, I don't have a problem with her taking the name Captain Marvel, and the yes, reason yeah. why is because in the first appearance of Captain Marvel in 1968, Carol Danvers was there. The character paid her dues. She was there. She evolved. So you know, sometimes like, you know, Marvel has been dead since the 70s. You know, he stayed dead. And and I understand Marvel's got to keep the name Captain Marvel. Unfortunately, there was Monica Rambeau, who right. came out what like 1983. And I remember, I remember she was a black woman. She she had cool powers, electromagnetic spectrum. She took the name Captain Marvel. And I remember the thing that drove me nuts about that character was the wings on her costume. Not her skin color, not the fact that she was a woman. I hated that costume. And now it's funny. Now I love the costume, you know, and I I, I kind of miss her. But they changed her name to Spectrum, which I thought was a great name for that. And they let Carol take care of, you know, but, you know, so I, I don't have a problem. But the costume is awful. You know, they 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 changed her into an insufferable know-it-all. She And now they're saying that she has a, a brain virus. And that's why she was acting like so out of character for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Because you know what I like about being a comic book fan about, about the stuff in general? So, like, the whole thing I was going to say earlier, the whole Batman and Joker thing, where people will be like, well, why doesn't Batman just, like, throw the Joker in jail and – or, like, him – or Batman just kill people or kill Joker? And it's like, whoa, 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 hold on. Guys, this is a guy in a bat suit running around town beating up criminals. There's bigger problems than throwing a clown in jail. Like, But that's what being a comic fan is, you know, arguing about like those dumb things that you don't even think about because you're just wrapped up in the world, man. I miss that. Don't you miss like the general enthusiasm with this stuff? I, I love this stuff. I do. I just get a little mad when it's bad because I'm spending my hard-earned money on this stuff quite yeah. consistently. I, I, I love when the big, back in like 2002 when message boards were big, I remember the fighting in comic books was, was could Wolverine beat Batman, you know, and who who is the one guy that could beat Batman seven times out of ten? You know, and we would stand <laughs> at each other. You know, you, I remember like waking up, going to work the next day. This guy's such a jerk. He actually, Ben Grimm could beat Batman. I'm sorry, the thing. There's no way Batman could beat Ben Grimm. You know, uh, you know, and and that was fun. And now now it's it's politics, and I'm being called a racist and whatever. <laughs> you know, so I I noped out. You know, I I I. You know, I, I'm mad that I got roped into that that argument with with Rich Johnson. You know, I blame myself because it's 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 it's, it's like calling up your ex girlfriend out of the blue just to fight with her. You know what I mean? God, yes, so sir. you're married again? You got kids? Yeah, let's fight. You know why? You I moved on. You moved on. I want to ask you this right now. Sure, so sure. I, I, I know I know it's late for you, so I'm gonna ask you. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. Thank you for asking, though. Captain America versus Batman. Who you got? Captain America versus Batman. Well, this this. You're gonna get a nerdier explanation than you probably even thought. I'm cool. Burns said that the specialist, the specialist is the best. So if if Flash races Superman, Flash has to win because he's that's his thing. He's the fastest. Right. The Hulk is the strongest. <clears throat> you know, Thor is the greatest warrior. You know, so Thor, you know, maybe he's not the strongest, but nobody could fight better than him. Batman is the greatest detective. Batman's not the greatest fighter. 
So Captain America is the soldier. He's 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 the you know. So Captain America, without you know, of course everybody says prep time or whatever. But the Beyonder just teleports Captain Marvel, Captain America, and Batman in a ring. Batman gets his gets his face. Because dude, um, the reason why I would say Captain America wins, and I love Batman. Remember the yeah, I, I love him Batman. I lo well, you know, I got remember the Captain. Remember the Predator versus Batman comic book issue? So yeah. Batman beat people forget the context. Batman beat Predator the second time. He didn't beat him just straight up one one v one the first right. time. They he, he had to learn about him. He you know it, right right. I'm not gonna oh, Kev, yeah yeah. Uh, Kevin, that's that's important. People are are talk. People always project real life shit in a comic book world, and it's like no 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 no. This, this, you don't project real life stuff here. It's not supposed to be that. That yeah. It's, this world's not supposed to, supposed to be real. You're supposed to imagine yourself in that world. I'll ask you another one, okay? Because they, they had this fight for the D DC versus Marvel and they had their form for miniseries thing. Yeah, the Green Lantern versus Silver Surfer. Green Lantern versus Silver Surfer. Oh, how Jordan? Silver Surfer. What you're gonna tell me? He's not just gonna conjure up a, a a yellow beam and just blast him right in the face? You know, first <laughs> off, I I don't like the Green Lantern, although. I got to admit, it's got to be the coolest costume in comics. The Green Lantern looks cool. Yeah, so cool. Silver Surfer, I I have a, a, an affection for because it's a Jack Kirby, Steve, you know, Steve Ditko, Stanley Jack Kirby creation. Hmm. But the Silver Surfer is supposed to have the power cosmic, and what is the power cosmic? He does whatever he wants, you know. So Silver Surfer is one of those few Marvel characters that could take out Superman, could take out, you know, maybe Doctor Fate would, would would have a problem with them. But Green Lantern, Green Lantern would imprison him. And then, and then the Silver Surfer would like analyze his spectrum and just be like, okay, yellow. Okay. And then next thing you know, he would make a yellow star burst and not one only be defeated, but the entire core. Okay, so two more. Sure, Wonder, sure. Woman, Wonder Woman have, versus I, Thor. Wonder Woman versus Thor. Um, That's a tough one. Because you said Thor is the greatest warrior, but so is isn't Diana? Yeah, but she's the greatest warrior of, of her world, you know, so, so now you're getting to... to uh, yes. But... He, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Thor because he's a god and Wonder Woman is immortal. You know, mm, okay. You know, and and then Thor has too many tricks up his sleeve. You know, it. it, it I think it, if he it, hits her with that hammer, she just knocked out cold. Yeah, he, he. You know, but but then Wonder Woman could uh, could wrap him up with 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 the lasso. With her thighs. <laughs> okay, be, be fair. Wrapped around Wonder Woman's thighs is probably not the worst way to die. Just yeah. saying. Okay. But I, I I love Wonder Woman. Uh, uh, but uh, I got to give it to Thor. You know, Thor, I think if he Thor puts that hammer on her powers. chest, she couldn't even move. Isn't it true? Like if he put this hammer on you, and you're not, you can't get it off you, right? Well, would she be worthy? Would one? She would be the epitome of it. You would think, yeah. right? I, th I think. I think anybody should be. DC would be Wonder Woman and but, Superman. Yeah, those two at least. Not, not, not Wonder Woman now, where she's helping uh, the Amazons <laughs> kill a uh, kill. Cops. Oh no! Oh, oh Tom King. Oh, Thor can't lose to a woman. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. Okay. Dark side versus Thanos without That's the gauntlet. A great fight. Who wins me? Because I'm, I'm I'm buying that comic. You know, drawn by Walt Simonson, we all win. You know, inked, inked by Terry Austin. John, yeah. Who would win? Um, Dark side. Why? Because Thanos, Thanos always wants to lose. If 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 you read those early Jim Starlin comics with Adam mm -hmm. Warlock, mm -hmm. Thanos has the upper hand, and then something about like he feels he's on psychologically he always makes it so that he loses. Darkseid doesn't have that. Darkseid Dark kill you. Yeah, Darkseid is, is going to win. Darkseid's going to win. Now, I hate the Infinity Gauntlet. You know, it was a cool idea. It was, should have been a one-shot thing. But, right, you know, right. we're just talking just Thanos, just Darkseid. Now, I mean, they both have 
legions of that would be there would be parademons yeah. fighting Thanos's worshippers. <laughs> but but Dark Side, you know, and, and I don't like that they change Dark Side's Omega Beams. Like if he shoots you with the Omega Beams, you're supposed to be dead. And then, then they Yeah, that's it. the thing. Thanos is so strong, people don't understand it. He kind of wants to lose so he can feel challenged. Right. He's that he, he has like an inferior his biggest his, his biggest weakness is himself. He always he always like right. mm-hmm. Yeah, so but Dark Side doesn't have that. So Dark Side's gonna win. But that would be but it's it's understood that Thanos was made as an homage to Dark Side. You that's know? true. Yeah, yeah. Razal Ghoul. I, I never said I never said TMT, so that'd be a weird one, but just off rip. Razal Ghoul versus Shredder. Uh, I, I never read a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic, so I I, I can't speak with that on authority. So weird, I, like, Shredder's pretty strong, actually. Shredder's pretty strong, but I, I, from what I know, Razal Ghoul is he died in like that pit gives him like so like what do you yeah so you so i would say batman ver- how would batman versus someone like daredevil work you think batman could be daredevil i'm pretty sure he he wins that uh, uh i think it would go like the, the predator daredevil would kick his ass first because daredevil's got all those super senses and everything but gotcha. then daredevil batman would be on the ground like this guy's blind so he would like be throwing firecrackers over here distract them throw pepper over here so he can't use his senses oh. You know, this is one we had on. This is one we had on my show back in the day. Every the nerd fanboys are coming up for this one. All right, MCU Captain America, MCU Captain America yeah. versus Predator, movie Predator. I'll Take any one you want. Predator. Just yeah, pre- I, we'll do Arnold Schwarzenegger, Nigger Predator, that Predator. Yeah, because because I just I, I I know I'm gonna catch hell for this, but I I thought Chris Evans wasn't good for Captain America. He he, he <laughs> and and he didn't really do anything. You know he. Half, half half of his appearances, he didn't even have the proper shield. He had the wrong costume. You know, they, they were embarrassed because because they the MCU people were like people in China don't care about Captain America. Oh, you know, for it, sure. Yeah. Outside outside of uh, I think Europe and and, and the in the North North America, they called him the Avenger. So when you went to if you saw it in China, so he didn't even have his shield. He had that like, you know that yeah. weird <laughs> whatever, and he had a, a the all black costume. That, so. So I just just out of spite, I, I'd like to see him lose to Predator, because if, if you're embarrassed by the yeah. character, don't don't use the character. Because we have, I talked about if you don't know what Predator is, these guys were just imposers. They didn't know who Predator was. Like Predator has a plasma cannon where if it beams on you, it hits you right. and you explode. Like your whole right. body explodes. He yeah. can't fight that. He would just be dead. There's no way that MCU Cap is beating a Predator. No way. He would oh, get mollywhopped. The shield, the shield would repel it. You know, but. <laughs> But I, you know, I didn't like I didn't like the MCU Captain America too much. I, I I thought, like I said, don't don't use the character if you're embarrassed by the character. Okay, one of the other things I wanted to ask you, because I know you're a big comic guy. Give me your top five comic book runs ever. Okay, okay, that's a good one. Give me a second. Um, without a doubt, first and foremost is, is the uh, John Byrne, Chris Claremont, Terry Austin X Men. You know mm-hmm. that that is. That is comics 101. If 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 I, I I it came out before your time. You know, what, what year were you born? 1994. Yeah, so it came out even before you were born. But I don't know if you read them or not. You know, get no. the collected editions. Read but I will them. definitely get them if you say. <laughs> they, they are they are comic books. That that is the the top of comics. The second is John Byrne's Fantastic Four. That is just. It's fun. It's 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 everything complicated. They're explorers. They're a family. They're superheroes. You know, there's stakes. There's consequences. You know, he he loves the lore. 
And mm. after that, I got to say, Walt Simonson's run on Thor, you know, starting with 337, Beta Ray Bill, it, that is, I remember reading that as a kid, like, like, I, 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 Surter's making a sword in like the last couple of pages of every issue. He's, as he's hitting the, the, the he's inside the heart of a, of a supernova. Boom. And it's going, doom, doom. This was mythology to me. I was like showing this to my father. My father's like, you know, fixing a tire. Like, I don't care. But I was, I had to tell somebody and he was the nearest person. I was so, ex I was so excited. After that, I got to say, uh, the Frank Miller daredevil run, you know, starting with, uh, man I without fear. I'm sorry. Is that a man without fear, right? Yeah, Daredevil. Uh, it, it 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 started the cover. I think it's one fifty seven. Frank Miller. It, it was written by a. I know I'm going to say the wrong name, but Frank Miller drew it, and then within a couple of issues, Frank Miller was drew, like, and then it led up into like two hundred. So from Daredevil one fifty seven to two hundred, maybe you know that that Frank Miller Daredevil is just classic classic great comics completely different dark gritty you know but it still has superhero charm it's not like the watchman where like the superheroes are getting deconstructed and i see <laughs> Kevin ryan is talking about the levitz and giffords legion yeah absolutely that is that is just great you know it's funny that it's stan and jack's ff you know the the first 102 issues of, of the fantastic four the, the 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 jack kirby stan lee thor's Especially, especially like 150 and up. Mm -hmm. Oh my, you know, Thor had a rocky start. I don't think they knew what to do with it. But then once Jack Kirby got the uh, the mythology into it, like he went to Asgard and Baldur and you know, it it is just that's that's Jack Kirby on the top of his game. The Magard. You know, yeah, so I, I was not the huge hugest fan of Daredevil. The book that I there's two books I'm trying to get. I'm getting Born Again. It's in my Amazon card right now. Excellent. I got it. Excellent. And then I got A Man Without Fear. I already bought A Man Without Fear. So is there any other like Daredevil book? That is on like so you know how like everyone for Batman it attributes one of Batman's best stories to like the Dark Knight Returns. So what if I like a Dark Knight Returns for like Daredevil? Is it would it be like oh, those right? Uh, uh, which which one is Man Without Fear? Like what what story is that? But I'm, I'm the the one when when uh, Kingpin first Daredevil first encounters Kingpin. I think it's Daredevil one forty to one forty four. Okay, get that, get hmm. get that. You know and. and uh, I, I know you you know I don't blame you for getting trade paperbacks because you don't want to pay these exorbitant prices for comics. Dude, and I, and single I, issues that go on eBay. Oh my god, they're charging. Yeah, I know. Money. But <laughs> there's, something, there's something about the way that that it looks on the newsprint. You know, like Ooh, okay, whatever they put it on trade paperback, the colors seem like brighter. I I, I don't know mm -hmm. if 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 they're like making new colors for a modern or or if it's just because back then it used to be pen and ink. You know, with with paint. You know. On, on the newsprint, Daredevil number seven, Daredevil versus Nemoa. Yeah. Nemo, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay. that's, that's I will say that's this. The first in the black in the red costume, Wally. I the Watchmen movie. I saw I saw bits and parts of it. That's that's the Snyder one. I know that there's a very famous comic book written by Alan Moore. I've actually never read the actual Watchmen book. I've seen them. I've seen bits and parts of the movie. I know I've seen it. I haven't watched Watchmen forever. Um, should I get Watchmen just to read it? Obviously. I think, oh, here's here's my feelings about the Watchmen. I, I'm an unabashed Alan Moore fanboy. Alan Moore is the writer of The Watchmen. I love Alan Moore. His Swamp Thing comics, that's another series. Gotcha, Cam. Thank you. That's that's another uh that's another comic to get. The Alan Moore, John Tuttleman, uh Alfredo Alcala. Get the uh, but by Frank Miller Omnibus. I mean, it's to be fair, it's Frank there Miller. You, you really Cam, can't go wrong with Frank Miller, honestly. Between between, <laughs> between Cam and, and Kevin, you got all the information you need. These guys, you know. But, but as I was saying, uh the uh mm -hmm. The Watchmen. I'm back to the Watchmen. I'm yes. getting old and adult. Uh, you young kids. 
I, I love the Watchmen. When I read the Watchmen, I was blown away. I, I you know, there was Easter eggs in it. You know, it was it was amazing. And I, it, everybody forgets, but it took like eleven months between the, the last issue and. I remember arguing with people, like fun arguing. No, this is going to happen. This, is, mm -hmm. and it, it was excellent. The problem is, you know, it, it it was a watershed. Like in in comic books, there's before Watchmen and after Watchmen. It changed comics, mm -hmm. and it and it became like cool to a to a deconstruct superheroes. The problem is, Alan Moore's a genius. You're not. You know what I mean? You, not you, but. Tom yeah. Snyder, you, you're not, you know, Tom. You can't hold the candle to Alan Moore. Plus, he did it. He did it better. Um, everyone's trying. You, you're trying to think. Every everyone's trying to be Alan Moore than just being right. their their own self. Yeah, there was, something, there, was, there was something in the zeitgeist. We had Dark Knight Returns, which, like, you know, was grim and gritty, and then the Watchmen. You know, and the, there was something in the air at the time that everybody wanted darker comics, and it was it was exciting and it was fun. And I'm not going to say anything bad about them, but uh. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm older now, and like I, I, I want good guys, you know. So I, I, it's not like I sit and reread The Watchmen because I, mm -hmm. I thought it, I thought it was brilliant. I remember reading it to friends who weren't into comics, you know. That's I thought it was so important and so good. I remember arguing with with the, one of my dad's friends. Comic books are garbage, mm -hmm. so I was mm -hmm. like, you know, get The Watchmen, read this, read this. This is literature. Like I'm gonna like what 14, 15 year old me is gonna change this college professor's mind, you know what I mean? But it it was important, but I'm I'm I, I I want good stuff. And Cam over here in the comments says uh, Tom Strong is is Alan Moore's best. Tom Strong is Alan Moore writing it, and it's good. It's 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 the term that I learned last week is blue sky superhero stuff. It's you know it's 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 an homage to like the early Supermans and, and Tarzan and you know uh, the pulps. And, and he's a good guy. He's happily married. His daughter, you know, meets meets a villain who she turns into a good guy, and they become a nice family. So that's that's what I want. That's that's why I'm writing a comic book that uh is going to be good guys with. The, there's going to be some dark stuff in it, but the good guys are good, you know, except for one. But that's the point. <laughs> one one good guy is bad guy. That's the point. MSK, so <clears throat> 1974 Marvel Holiday Grab Bag, Spidey and Torch, Black Widow. Daredevil 7, Fantastic Four meets the Avengers, Avengers versus Hulk, best comic book ever, $20. Look it up. Thank you. I will, I will copy and paste this and I'll put it on my pad. I usually have a pad for all the stories that I'm going to buy. Yeah, you talk to people and they say interesting things. You got to remember it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I make sure I always drop them down, you know, because I, I will definitely that, forget. That, I'm the old. The cover has the thing <laughs> with the Santa Claus beard on it. Yeah. Okay, so I want to ask you about this. What about these? Okay, so I, I don't have any books around this, so I have no knowledge of this unless I look it up. But I'd rather hear from someone who's been in the industry for a long time. What was this Earth One idea that DC kept doing that I keep hearing had really good ideas but didn't pan out very well? I, I not I, not year ones. It was just like Earth One thing they kept trying with like Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman. I, is it after, is it after two thousand fifteen? Because then I wouldn't know. I'm pretty sure it's not, it might be. Well, well, uh, Earth One. Okay, I, uh, unless I misunderstand the question. In the Golden Age, in the way way back, you know, in the thirties and forties. They had Superman, they had Wonder Woman, they had the original Alan Scott Green Lantern, you know, with, with the lavender cape mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. And they had the Jay Garrick Flash with the Mercury helmet. Mm -hmm. And then after World War II, comic book superheroes started to wane and they had more humor comics and, and horror comics. And then around 
you know, 1954, they had the, uh, the what they call the ten cent plague, the scare. The government actually started to uh, threaten to regulate comic books because all of these muckety mucks were saying that comic books caused juvenile delinquency, and you know, they'd be like, a kid would get arrested for stealing something, and the kid would admit to reading comic books. Like you see, but the kid who's also getting a four zero mm -hmm. average and going to college also read comic. Everybody read comic books. It was just a flawed study. So they they blamed comic books. Comic books became the scapegoat. And then because of that, sales even plummeted. So Marvel and D, well, Marvel didn't exist yet, but DC was just like, okay, um, nobody's buying these humor comics. The horror comics, you know, is, is get neutered. So they brought back their superheroes. So they brought back Barry Allen as the Flash. You know, they literally been gone for 10 years. So they reintroduced them with Hal Jordan as the Green Lantern instead of Alan Scott. And then somebody decided, I forget who it was, Gardner Fox, they had the Flash of Two Worlds with it with a Silver Age Flash, but the Golden Age Flash. And mm. it what always bothered me was the original DC superheroes were on Earth too. Oh God, that drove me crazy. And and the and the and the, the 50s version, the Silver Age versions were on Earth One. So I don't know if that's the question that you're asking. So it was the moment like that, yeah. Because so I know it, they they tried this like Earth One concept now. Before I remember when I was looking at the history, is that DC loved the idea of other worlds so much they just kept putting their main characters on other different worlds to interact right. with other earthly characters. That's right. weird. So, so the original Golden Age guys were on Earth Two. The uh, the Silver Age guys were on Earth mm -hmm. One, and then and then DC bought like uh, police comics with Plastic Man and Phantom Girl. Those those were on. I, I forget. I'm sure Kevin or Cam knows what number that. But that was another Earth. Earth Three. Earth Earth Three was all the superheroes were villains. That was the crime syndicate. Okay. And then Earth Four, I think, was was the quality heroes. And then and then Earth S was the Shazam heroes, Captain Marvel and and. Was ever an Earth where they put all the black superheroes on, like a ghetto Earth? Yeah, that was that was that was <laughs> Earth 125th Street. <laughs> uh, I'll ask you this. Um. Sure most underrated comic book run that a lot of people don't give enough credit to oh that's a good one that's a good one underrated oh man give me a second to think about that but kevin says julius swartz created the idea of earth 2 okay <laughs> yeah, he was he was in one book oh i need to get that asap then when i get paid again so i got i went a little crazy buying books when i got paid and, and then and then, like Cam says, Earth One and Earth Two, like every year they would have a big event in the annuals where the Justice Society, which was on Earth Two, would team up with the Justice League. And, you know, Power Girl was the analog of Supergirl. And it was a lot of fun. But they decided it was confusing. So that's why they did the Crisis on Infinite Earth. And they streamlined everything, which yes. it succeeded in the fact that it, it got sales and it got people interested in DC. They wanted to make DC more like Marvel. And that. Before the Crisis, I, I, I casually got DC. After Crisis on Infinite Earths in like 1964, uh, 1984, hmm. I got everything by DC. But it didn't make it easier. It, it, it really made it more confusing. So I think it failed in making it streamlined. It succeeded in getting sales. And now they hmm. undid it. And now the funny thing is everybody's kind of okay with the idea of the multiverse. And they've you had know? a Dark Crisis. They had a Dark Crisis event, which is basically like the Omni – it's like an Omniverse thing. So – it was really weird because that was meant to give a fresh start to everything, right? And then right. you have the New 52, and the idea about the New 52 was that, oh, even if was you weren't in the comic books, yeah, like the idea was even if you weren't into this, we could get you into this. But then the problem was they would have stories where if you literally didn't know what was happening before, you'd just be lost. Right, that's that's the problem. Like every, every time DC – like with Crisis on Infinite Earth, I always say they kind of did it half-assed. What they should have mm -hmm. done was start – 
canceled every comic, start every comic at number one. But mm -hmm. then they, and then, you know, right away, like Superman exists already and there's already a bottle of City of Candor. Well, you never introduced that. This was starting all over again. You know, the, 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 the Legion of Superheroes, they're doing the Great Darkness Saga again. He mm -hmm. already did that. You know, that that should be like closed book over here. I could go read that. Now, now do new stuff. You know, and, and they didn't do that. And then by the time the DC New 52 came out, I was just like, well, you know, nothing really matters in DC. You know, like, you know, it's just going to reboot and start all over again. And next thing you know, John Constantine is this guy and he's not this guy anymore. And he's that guy. And the, so, you know, I always thought the New 52 was, was a good jumping off point. So, you know. Uh, but un an underrated c series. I'm trying to think of a, of a good underrated series. Jonah Hex, the Jim hmm. Palmiotti Jonah Hex series from from like around 2000. I forget 2005. That was up. They, they had some really really great art by Moritat. That is a great. This one series. might hurt people's feelings, but I have to ask this. That's one of my few last questions. Top five worst comic book runs you've ever read. Oh, uh, ones where you just absolutely just wanted to rip uh, them up and first shit one that on just them. Right into my head, right away was a. Uh, I hate. I hate that I'm going to say this, but the Tom DeFalco Fantastic Four run, I hated it. That's around Fantastic Four 300. I mm -hmm. collected it because I was a completionist for Fantastic Four, but I mm -hmm. absolutely hated that. Um, what a other bad, just bad. That's the first one that pops to my mind. Then of course there's like, I hate to say it because it's Mike Barron, but like. Mm -hmm. uh, Sonic Disruptors, it was a 12-issue series. I got canceled at issue five. <laughs> um, some bad runs. Uh, not, now, now I'm looking over here to see if anything pops out of my mind. But, the, you know, there were some bad runs of, of the Avengers that I really didn't like around uh, right after 200 from, like, you know, because Avengers was, no, around 300. When they, they revisited the Lava Men, the art stunk. It was just that Doctor Druid took over. I I didn't really like that 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 series of of, of and that was all the Infinite Kangs and everything. I, I didn't like that. Um, underrated. Uh, I'm looking at the comment. I'm seeing if anybody's giving Fine. me a, any any ideas for 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 bad series. There was a. That, that's all I could think of right now. But I'm one sure of my I'm, most underrated ones that I've uh, that I've read, but I guess got in a trade paperback came out a while ago. It was a Batman. Batman the Cult or the Occult when he's fighting Deacon Blackfire, they break oh, yeah, him mentally. That, yeah, the that cult. story is that that's story is just Starlin and isn't that drawn oh, by Bernie Wrightson? God, yeah, I, I, someone was referencing this story in a YouTube video, and I was like, I have to read this. This sounds, sounds so amazing, and it, it was that it's just so like. And I, Cam God. says that Tom King Batman is the one of the worst comics, and I'll take. Oh his my book. God! But I I didn't read it, so it doesn't affect me, you know. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, I I don't. Uh you got you got me on some just just bad. Oh oh, uh, Sarah Sarah Bryan wrote Black Canary in the late eighties, and and it was awful. It was so bad that when they re when they redid the character, they had her burning the costume that she wore in that series in the first issue. It was just awful. That was a bad. That's that's pretty obscure. <laughs> Okay, and the last uh, last two things. First one, your top five superheroes of all time. Oh, okay. Easily, number one is Superman. I love okay. Superman. Mm -hmm. I, I love the concept of Superman. I love that he's a good guy. I love that everybody loves him. I love that when Superman shows up, 
you're you're happy to see him. He radiates goodness. Like the fact that he's super, you know, the, the most powerful doesn't matter. I just love that he's a good scout. He's a good boy scout. He, he, he's the embodiment of, of, of a good guy superhero. My second favorite is, is Ben Grimm, the thing. There's something about Ben. I love Ben. Yeah, you, you, know, you said you relate to the thing, actually. Yeah, yeah, I relate to the thing. You know, he, if, you know, uh, he, he's, you know, he, he, he's, uh, you know, just think about this poor guy. He, he was the good looking guy. He, he was athletic. He was handsome. Yeah, he was smart. You know, he, he, he was hanging out with Reed Richards in college. You know what I mean? Like, and then mm-hmm. uh, he got recruited to the military. He was fighting planes. And next thing you know, now he's turned into a non-human lump of, of monstrosity, you know? And, and if you read the first 20 issues of Fantastic Four, Ben was like on the verge of becoming a villain. He was just bitter and nasty. But at the same time, he has the biggest heart. Like he, he's he's the softy to me. He's the cornerstone of the Fantastic Four. He's the perfect example of a. He's crusty and rocky on the inside, but he's a sweetheart in the inside. You know he 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 loves his family. He he you know he he loves a good joke. He he. They always show him sitting in a bathroom watching TV. Like he, he he's a homebody. I I mm-hmm. I just really like that. So he was dealt the worst hand of cards ever, and and he went through a rough period. He overcame it, and 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 he's he's. You know, is is he happy? I don't know, but he he, he learned to deal. With, I, you I can think also respect that someone having an accident like that and overcoming it to make it better yeah, for themselves. Yeah, you know, and people like that's why I just have to laugh that uh, they got to look like me to re- to to, to uh, relate to him. Well, if I look like Ben Grimm, I'm kind of getting mad at you. You know, it's, I I don't you know I don't he doesn't look. Our like man me. is an underrated character. I've never read anything about him, but I know about yeah, our man. Obviously, yeah. yeah, I'll give you that one. The, the the our man. He was the android. That was a good series. Hitman was an underrated series. That's one of my favorite comics of all time. Mm-hmm. After 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 Ben Grimm, I I love Captain Marvel Shazam. I, I just that there's something about a cool costume. That red costume with the white cape. Yeah. White. Mm-hmm. I I love I love. Like the lore behind. First off, he's tied to mythology. I I love what superheroes are tied to mythology. I love the fact that he's a scrappy little kid, says a magic word, he becomes his own big brother, and then he can go beyond time and space to this 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 rock of eternity. Mm-hmm. He has access to a wizard. It's just the <laughs> ultimate. Like Witten, it's 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 almost like a mismatch. But if you were a little kid, if you're an eleven year old little boy, wouldn't you want to be the strongest guy in the world? access to a wizard you know you, you you could fly into the this beyond time and space into your own private little you know it, it's the most kid world. fantasy thing yes. ever yes yeah. it is absolutely it is the most kid fantasy ever good, good like, you know, he gets bullied and picked on and he gets this he gets this amazing thing given to him where he he has this horrible childhood and he gets to be an adult where he gets to live on his adult i do i absolutely love shazam yeah or captain yeah, marvel it's his original name it's captain marvel it's Not this Shazam bullshit. Yeah. yeah it's, it's <laughs> my boy yeah. Billy Besson. Yeah, he's one of my yeah. favorites, man. Yeah. That that story is just that's such a fantasy. You just love it. Yeah. He he gets to he gets to be the every kid wanted that. Every kid wants to be an adult and be a superhero. You know? I, I, I I actually wrote a a, a a treatment to DC and mailed it of, of what I would do. Like, let me write Captain Marvel, Shazam. You're not doing anything. Of course, I never heard anything, but you know, because you know, once once after the crisis, Superman had Captain Marvel on the same world kind of overlap. So I was like, he has to have his own own niche. A- after that is Spider-Man. I mean, geez, Spider-Man yeah. is is the everyman, you know? It's, he, he's he's the, the kid that we... I think everybody who read comic books could get like, well, man, we were kind of bullied a little bit. We were a little nerdy, you know? Uh, yeah, uh, I was uh, always afraid uh, of my friends uh, finding out I played Dungeons & Dragons because I was, you know, I was on a football team, but I, 
didn't let them know that right, I was right. going to be a wizard, you know, on the weekends, you know. Yeah. And He's then, the underdog, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he had, he had family problems. He had Aunt May that he was always concerned about. And then that guilt, he, he, he messed up and Uncle Ben is dead. Like he didn't kill Uncle Ben, but you can't convince him that he didn't kill Uncle Ben, you know. And and I love that. I thought that was like Shakespeare. That is one of the best origins of all time. He he let the bad guy go. And Peter Parker was about to become a villain. You know, he was no different than Dr. Octopus. He got the powers. The first like the first panel, he's just like, You'll rue the day. I'm going, you can't comprehend how smart I am. That you jerks. He gets spit by the spider. He's like, I'm gonna make money off of this. You know, how, how is that any different than the Sandman or or, 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 or Dr. Octopus? You know what I mean? Hmm. And then, you know, I'm not going to help this guy. You know, let this guy, bad guy, you know, what's in it for me? Now, if Uncle Ben didn't die, Fantastic Four would have been fighting Spider-Man. He he would have been a villain, you know, but then Uncle Ben died and that changed him. So when, when you make a Spider-Man movie and Uncle Ben isn't dead, you, you, you didn't have a Spider-Man movie. So, you know, that's why... The, the uh, what's his name? Tom Tom Palmer. I forget the guy's name who plays Spider Man. Oh, Toby Maguire. Yeah, not Toby Maguire. He had Uncle Ben dying. You know that was Spider Man. But uh, the new one, the MCU Spider Man. Oh, I Tom Holland. Tom yeah, Holland. The, the two he's of the origin story. He was, he, he's he's yeah. kid stuck. You know, and then they had to kill Aunt May to to give him that. Yeah, that was dumb. I hate the way people. Do you know what <laughs> the most most underrated thing people disrespect about superheroes when they're trying to build something? Well. I the same you the same thing you just mentioned with Tom Holland Spider Man. To the reason why people can relate to a hero is because of their origin story. If you take that away and you say it's been seen too many times, well then how do I relate to someone then? How the fuck? Fundamentally, you can't because you don't even know who the fuck they are. You know, right. right? I feel like it's that's that's one of the most disrespected things about heroes in movies now is people keep saying, oh, I've seen the origin story too many times. Well, then how would you get to relate to the character if you don't know their origin story? That is basic one-on-one about how a character could relate to you. Well, that's the problem of rebooting all these Spider-Man movies is mm-hmm. you have to tell the origin, but it's just been done so many times, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, I I think with the Tom Holland, maybe they should have just been like, you know, they, they introduced him the way he was, and then he's explaining to Captain America who he is, what happened. And then I can't believe I let, I let the guy go and he killed my uncle Ben. You know, they didn't even address that. Cause I understand like, geez, how many times are we going to see uncle Ben get, 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 get killed? You know, it's so like, how many times do you see Superman, Mom? the thing, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, who'll be your fifth? My fifth is, is, is Thor. I don't know what it is, but Thor is just the that character's awesome. I love Thor, man. Thor is awesome. Character. And it's funny. Cause one day I, I remember I was just reading a comic and I, you know, you, you get old, you start talking to yourself and I, and, Thor made an appearance. I'm trying to remember what comic, uh, and I just said out loud, "There's my buddy Thor." You know, <laughs> like like if anybody was listening, they would be like, "Okay, it's time to get the net." But you know, I, I there's something about Thor. He's he's cool, he's strong, he's handsome. You know, he, he got that arrogance when when you know, right. and then and he then he learned humility, and and he's got this responsibility of of of, of ruling. You know, he, he's got to live up to his father, who's perfect. You know, that's that's kind of rough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How many kids live in the shadow of of of, of their dad? You know, it, it it everything about. Then he's got that great costume, and he's got a freaking hammer. You know, he talks cool. You know, mm-hmm. everything about Thor. He's he's like to me the, the ultimate superhero. Just you know, you know, who would you want to be out of, out of that list? Who would you want to be? I love oh. the way. Uh, I love the way he's always raises the hammer and it cut the lightning. I I just love it. Like Thor, the, the mythology around his world is awesome. Sure. 
man, it's, it's amazing. It's a, no other better feeling to describe it. Oh, even a what what, what like a He Man. I love the pro is like I have the power. Yeah. God, it's just so cool. I, I personally that's reminiscent of Thor, obviously raising his you know sword yeah. and stuff. But uh, last thing last before we head out, man, is um any shout outs you want to give to anyone in particular and anything else you want to say before we uh out of the show actually oh well yeah uh look for fun my comic i'm gonna start an email list um if if you want to uh you can find me on twitter at the, at the zentorian 2000 i mm-hmm. can't stand that name but my other one got got nuked because i said something stupid but um mm-hmm. if, if you email me at uh john's longbox at yahoo.com I, I will you know give me your email address i want to start compiling a a a, a, mm-hmm. a email list for my comic my comic is uh, it's it's going to be a, if you like superheroes you're going to love the comic it's it's the first issue is you know the tip of the iceberg i i i started writing the whole world and explaining all this stuff and i realized back off let people let people mm-hmm. you know, walk into the water the second issue it hits the ground running with 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 a world building and and, and the nature of superpowers and everything but each issue is self-contained so you know so if you get one you're gonna get a full story if you get two you're gonna get two full stories but there's gonna be a, a continuing thread throughout the way comic books should be you know you right. get one X-Men comic back in the day you got a full story they fought magneto there were subplots that you know that's that's the way i'm, I'm gonna try to write so if you like comic books you will love my comic basically the back art- to the basics that's what they would call yeah. it and I, I it's 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 a tribute to old bronze age marvel comics you know i'm even renzo's drawing like the corner box and you know it's gonna look as as much like i'm, I'm trying to get it on newsprint but it's expensive unless you get five thousand copies so i you know yeah. that'll be a stretch goal if if i could sell five thousand copies you know it'll be on yeah newsprint. man uh you know wishing you nothing but success on your youtube I channel you know, you're almost at a thousand subs very soon and the last thing is you had any big plans for your youtube channel coming up very soon in 2024 uh, uh I uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, conversations with with people. That kind of just fell on my lap because it was just me talking about comics. And then next thing you know, people like, "Hey, I like. To, can, can we talk?" So uh, I got Fabian Nietzsche on Monday. I got uh, uh, uh why can't I think of big names? I got to look at my you calendar. Renee draws on. I'm yeah. Ray, Renee was just. Oh, I'd love to it. have Renee draws on. Yeah, oh, I love she, to talk to her. She is. You know, I I read that comic. That is. I'm not even exaggerating. That is one of the best uh, crowdfunded comics that, that I've read. I got Jesse Snyder on Tuesday. Uh, he, he does his own comics. His father was D Snyder from a, from a uh-huh. twisted sister. Uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Taking a couple of days break for Thanksgiving. Uh, uh-huh. ASAP studios on Sunday that they, they, they do. Uh, Mike Allered told me to contact him. So I'm going to be talking to Bill Williams who, who wrote comics for, for Bill Willingham is going to come on. Uh-huh. Because I, I wanted to talk to him because he had a comic called Heroic Tales. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I want everybody to understand he's cool with me taking the name. He's like, I took it from another comic. You could take it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, Shane Davis will be on the twenty the 29th. Uh, awesome. Yeah, Shane, I'm excited for that. You know, I don't uh, know how you do it, man. It uh, is so hard for me to get certain people on. I don't I, know how other people got it. De- uh, December 5th, Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti coming back. But this time, you know, with, with Amanda Connor. Uh, Oh, I got them on two dates. I got to figure out which is the actual date. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I, I kind of stopped booking people so far in, in advance because uh, work is going to get crazy, and I, I and I don't want to have to drop people. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, 
Okay, yeah, that that's all I got booked. So I'm, I'm booked up till till Christmas. If after Christmas, uh, uh, I I don't have any. Oh, Chuck Dixon wants to come back in January. Yeah, I I could go through my calendar. All Mark Millar says contact him on January first. Let's see if he's blowing. Mark Miller says something, and I do whatever he wants is happening. Let's just say that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, take, yeah. If he wants to come on, I'll take the day off work because he lives in Scotland. You know what I mean? I'll take the day off work and talk to him. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing yeah. a lot of conversations. Um. <clears throat> I'm cataloging cataloging my comic collection, so I'm taking each long box and and, and right, talking right. about them because uh, my database got got nuked. So I'm 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 kind of doing that for insurance purposes. It would be nice mm-hmm. to have a, but I thought it would be a good series. But other than that, you know, I, I I'm about to become you know get to a thousand. So I don't know what does that mean. I'll make I'll make like thirty cents a month. I, I have no idea. You know, and uh. Yeah, it was great talking, man, for the first time. Uh, yeah. to, we'll, we'll have you on for a second appearance come, uh, you know, January when you're less busy. Yeah, you come on my team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. CNN told me you guys hate me, you know? <laughs> yeah. C- CNA says a lot of things. C- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the old, old, old people saying, yeah, grandma says a lot of things, you know? <laughs> yeah. you, you know what? You know what? I, again, you, you, what year were you born? 1994. Yeah, I, my wife and I were just talking about this today at, at dinner that, uh, you know, we were talking about music, and then for music, we, you know, back in the eighties and the nineties, race relations were so good. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and you know, we would bust on each other. You know, you, mm-hmm. we, you know, it was just goofing around. And then right. I don't know what happened, like seven or eight years People ago, got really sensitive. That's just really obvious. It, it just, it just fell apart. Like this is the, you know, it, it's the worst. Right now is the worst relationship race relations have been in in my life. You know, and I'm an old mm-hmm. fart. You know, it, it's getting worse rather than better. But, what, you know, what do I know? But again, but it's not true. But it, it's also not true. You right. know, you know, come, come to my job. You know, we got we, it's it's the U.N. We got the Polish guys. We got the black guys. <laughs> the Italian guys, And we're all calling each other every slur you could imagine laughing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fun. Yeah. And uh, if you guys are watching this on uh, on the replay for John's channel, uh, if you guys want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, he has a link in the description box below. And we will see you guys later. Make sure you guys have a great weekend. Yeah. And it's Thanksgiving coming up. So if I, if I don't see you guys for a while, yeah. happy yeah. holidays, happy Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. So see you guys yeah. later. Have a great night, everybody. Peace. Peace.